Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. We are on the eve of the 2014 NFL season. I'm pumped. I'm ready to roll. it, this is the best sports time of the year. College football, now NFL. I'm feeling it, feeling it, feeling it. Uh, but for now, <laughs> before I get too excited, I'm going to tell you, you a little about myself and what, and what I'll be bringing to you all tonight. First of all, I'm Scott Burks creator of the sports blog, The Clown Times, bringing you The Clown Hour. And speaking of my blog, if, uh, you can find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. That's clown spelled with K, by the way. And you also find me on Facebook, uh, asking the fool and uh, trying to coerce more fans to become followers. Um, just do a search for The Clown Times on Facebook. Again, that's clown spelled with K. You'll be able to find me there. So tonight will be it's going to be a great night. I'm going to be previewing the 2014 NFL season uh, with my man Christopher Pay and Dwayne Nash. Uh, Dwayne's not with us yet, but since the man slash uh, Dallas Cowboys reformer, by reformer I mean woke up and saw the light and, and switched back to his name, Chicago Bears, hometown Chicago Bears. Um, Christopher Pay is on the line with me. I just Welcome to the show, so, Omi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to talk to you again. Glad to be here. Hey, dude, and, and, and likewise, dude, likewise. Uh, I know Dwayne's going to join us shortly, um, uh, but, but, but let me just tell you how this is going to go down. We're going to okay. go division by division, by conferences, okay? So we're going to start with the AFC. And you and I going to actually give who like like who's going to finish where or 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 or, or, or actually pretty much who's going to win the division first the respective divisions first. Then if you want to do the orders, you you know feel free and give your wild cards as well. And we're going to obviously like uh, like uh, share our Super Bowl champions. And also, who's going to be in the added twist? Who's going to be um, the NFL MVP, who's going to be uh, the Offensive Player of the Year, who's going to be our Defensive Player of the Year, and who's going to be our Coach of the Year. So we're going to have some fun just thinking about all types of shit. But at any rate, uh, I'm going to introduce to you, Chris, my version of the coin talk. Okay. By asking okay. you the following questions. There's only one or two answers. Rihanna or Holly Berry? Oh man! It's <laughs> only one right answer, bro. Let me. Well, uh, <sighs> what do I base this on? I'm just sweating now, bro. You're sweating. <laughs> what do I? What am I basing? Am I basing this on anything in particular? No, nope, just <laughs> which one? 
Holly uh, Berry or Rihanna? As much as I hate to say this, Holly Berry. Uh-huh. You said Holly Berry? Yeah, I did. You know what? As old school as I am, uh-huh. I want to say Rihanna so badly just because, but <laughs> you win. Uh, so, anyway, you get to go first. So we're going to start so the AFC. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex- exactly. Uh, I'm too old for So um, to start the AFC East, so why don't you give me your particular order of Spanish for AFC East? Go. Uh, okay, my particular order. All right. Um, yes, sir. I'm going to start with the Patriots. Right. Okay. I think they're going to um, finish first. Um, then after mm-hmm. the Patriots, I'm going to say the New York Jets. I don't think they'll right. be far behind, but I do think that they'll finish second. Um, right. Then I'm going to say Miami Dolphins mm-hmm. um, and the Buffalo Bills, and that's going to be a close race for last. That's my opinion. <laughs> close race for last. <laughs> that's a cool way to put a, a close race for last. i got to remember that. Um, I agree with you, brother, with all four. It's probably the easiest division for us to pick, probably one of the easiest divisions. I imagine yeah. the AFC South would be as well. Um, it's dude. It's like a Patriots world in the AFC East, right? I mean, I don't, I don't see. I mean, hell, they should moonwalk to twelve wins playing that that division. And, and the thing is, is that sure, I know Rick Swine knows a thing or two about defense, and sure, he plays the Patriots pretty tight. But who the hell else is there? I mean, the Jets have no offense whatsoever. So outside those two games to get against the New England, because for some reason. And they throw up all over themselves in inopportune situations, right? They tend to split with Miami. They kind of own Buffalo, but, I mean, just look at the rest of their conflict. I mean, the rest of the schedule. Right. Right? I mean, do you really see them beating uh, Pittsburgh, the likes of Pittsburgh or, uh, you know, Indianapolis? Or And let me just take a look at their schedule right quick. I know I'm kind of slow. Forgive me. Um of who, because I drew a blank, I've drawn a blank of who the Jets will play in the, uh, like, as far as the NFC goes. Um, Oh, yeah. So I'm just pulling that thing up right now. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, But, I mean, the the point being is that I don't see the Jets scoring many points, and I don't see them taking care of business on, on the other parts of the schedule. Okay, like, for example, they're not going to win in Green Bay. They're not going to beat Chicago. They probably won't beat Detroit, okay? And, you know, and, and they play San Diego. They, they play Denver. You know, they play the MC West as well. So aside from Oakland and maybe Minnesota, I don't see them getting any wins outside of that well. So you have to give I mean, them, You have to give them one um, unexpected win because of the parity in, in, in the league. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, I mean, I, them, I mean, you're right. So they so they they beat the Chargers. Oh wow! So you have, that, you have to give them one that that you know you don't. That's just the right. way like things work now in the NFL. But I agree yeah. with you. I mean, the Jets, and plus they're starting a rookie quarterback, well, second year quarterback. You know, right? Um, still kind of wet behind the ears. Um, yep. The offense has <laughs> been sputtering for how long? You know. Uh, what makes you? What makes any of us think it's going to be? 
that much better. I mean, I don't know. I can't make, recall what changes they made, but I don't see how it's going to be marketed mm-hmm. better. Um, so what right. changed with the Jets other than quarterback? Exactly. Rex Ryan exactly. is slimmer, and, you know, so there's really no. Um, right. <laughs> and he cheated. Uh, yeah, it's really. <laughs> that's slim. But yeah, that's so, him anyway. But, I mean, I mean, look at the Dolphins, too. I mean, the Dolphins are a hot mess. They're the, they're the ultimate clusterfuck. It's like, you know, them in Dallas are the ultimate clusterfuck mm-hmm. in the NFL. I mean, Three. you know, with the whole bully, bully gate, you know, the team is a hot mess discipline-wise. Uh, Mike Pouncey is always in and out of trouble. Uh, Mike Wallace is not earning his contract, you know, the free of the country he signed away from Pittsburgh. Um, and I feel bad for Tannehill because I think he actually is pretty good. I mean, he passed for about 3,000 yards last year. Uh, well, over 3,000 yards last year, I should say. So he's pretty good. It's just Agreed. Yes, yes, exactly. Hey, hey, hey Chris, guess who's here? Dwayne Nash is here. So let me just welcome him. What's up, Dwayne? Gentlemen, how's it going? Going good, bro. Going real, real good. Hey, you missed out the ultimate uh, coin toss earlier when I when <laughs> I used this to ask the question, Holly Berry or Rihanna? And if you were on, I would have thrown in Vanessa L. Wee. That would have been a tough three. <laughs> what was the third one that you said? Vanessa L. Williams, bro. Vanessa L. Williams. I'm old school. So I got to get some beauties in there. Well, if you toss it out there to me, I have to say, so hold up. What are we, what are we, what type of direction are we going here? Are we talking about wifey material? Oh, no. Or are we no direction. Just, 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 just who you want. Yeah, just, yeah. he just, just left just, it totally open. So can, yeah, so oh. see, there was no, no, uh, no qualifier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, even with that thrown out there, I'm still leaning highly. Uh, without getting into too much detail, Holly has a little bit more body than Brianna does, in, in my personal mm. opinion. I like a little bit more to hold okay. on to. That's just my personal preference. Even well, yeah, though I, I would <laughs> say that Brianna's a little bit more freakier, but that's neither right. here nor there. But you know, that's that's right. Okay, from that's that's point. You're yeah. single. You're single, right, Dwayne? I am. Okay. See that. <laughs> See, Scott is spoken as a single man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go. It's called keeping it real, keeping it real, keeping it real. So, Dwayne, we have just we're 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 going by division in the preview. So, we're just doing the AFC East. Chris gave his picks. I've given my picks. So, it's probably going to be easiest to one of the one of the easier divisions to pick. So, this is what like what say you with the AFC East? The AFC East, you yes, are sir. absolutely correct. In, in my personal opinion, that probably is the easiest of, well, mm-hmm. it's, it's either the AFC East easy. or the AFC South, in my personal right. opinion. And, and I may actually say the AFC South may be easier to pick than the um, AFC East, even though we already know generally who the winner is going to be in that division anyway. It's going to be the New England Patriots, I'm not even wavering on that one. Even with them having mm-hmm. a difficult schedule and them playing a first-place divisional schedule for eons, it almost uh, uh, seems to be, they always turn out at least 10 wins, and I see them doing it again this year. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Chris, earlier, 
they should moonwalk to 12 wins playing that division. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so I don't see anybody else mounting the challenge at all whatsoever. But we go from one of the easiest divisions to call to one of the toughest divisions to call, the AFC North. I'd say, for my money, I'd say that's one of the two toughest, toughest divisions in the league aside of the with the toughest weather being the NFC West. Um, because aside from Cleveland, well, even Cleveland's going to have a great defense, a good defense this year, a top 10 defense. This is, it's just tough to call between, in my opinion, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh as the winners. So, I, I, so I'll take the lead on this one since I have a vested interest in this division. Um, <laughs> on my blog, I stated that I thought that Baltimore would come out on top albeit barely, and uh, I have Baltimore, my Steelers, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. And I think that both wild cards have come out of the AFC North. Uh, I think it's very going to be very tough. Uh, even though I have Baltimore and Pittsburgh winning 11 games and Cincinnati winning 10, I think that it could easily, they, it could easily be that the top, all three teams will finish with 10 wins. Um, I think with Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati is better on paper than both Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I also think that Cincinnati is better than last year's team, particularly on defense. Um, what's, what's going to do them in, in my opinion, is going to be the schedule. Because if you look at the schedule right quick, they, they, you know, they, they actually play the likes of the Broncos. They play also uh, uh, New England. Um, so those are going to be tough games. And throwing, throwing to that mix, they get the ever so unpredictable NFC South. So even though I think New Orleans is going to be a player this year, uh, you never know what the rest of the division makes, particularly Atlanta, even though I think they're kind of soft. More on that later. And Carolina just, just got rid of all the offensive help that Cam Newton needed. Um, but I, that's that's why I think this is why I think Cincinnati will not win a division because I still haven't making the playoffs. It's not necessarily like a time, like I said, it's just the schedule. The fact that Pittsburgh and Baltimore both have easier schedules this year in terms of the course of games with the AFC with some AFC opponents based on the records last year uh, and and whatnot. So, so Dwayne, since you're the latest one to come on, what say you with the with the AFC North? On the AFC North, I see it a little bit different than you guys. Um, I, I do believe that it will be a tough schedule. I mean, not schedule, but a, a tough division. Uh, like you said, Cleveland's defense is very stout. Um, with them bringing, with them drafting right. Joe Hayden, and um, you guys are going to have to help me with the uh, the other corner on there, but I know he's an extremely talented guy. That's the kind of they draft, I think recently, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I think I think it's, right. I think it's, it's Gilbert. Yeah, I think Gilbert. Yeah, let me just check check to be sure why you keep going. Actually, it is Gilbert. Now that I now that you say that, I do remember um, with them yeah. drafting Gilbert mm-hmm. and, and them already having Hayden there. They ha- actually have an extremely young uh, secondary there. Um, with them bringing in Dante Whitner, brings in some 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 veteran help back there, uh, a heavy right. hitting guy, and I like that front seven. And, and but the thing is that our offense is going to be in turmoil, uh, that quarterback situation is, is, is literally up for grabs. So, I mean, we already know that they've named their Horrendous. starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but we, that, that that still can go in, in any direction throughout the year, especially 
with the way that their schedule is set up for the first couple of games. Their running back situation is also up in the air as well. Yeah, sure, they have the veteran there from Houston. Um, God, what is his name? It's sad. I'm, I'm um, getting names. No, it's okay. So, 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 what, so, 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 you're talking about on the on, on the D line, or what are you what are you talking? Oh no, I'm, I'm talking about the running back spot on on, on offense. Uh, the, the, all oh, the young players. Oh, oh. Okay, Ben gotcha. Tate. Um, yeah, Ben Tate. It's Ben yeah, Tate. Ben Tate, yeah. Yeah, all of the skill positions um, on that offense, uh, it's basically a toss-up. Anybody at this point could be playing, or any or everybody could be playing at, at this point for, for the uh, Cleveland Browns in terms of their offensive skill positions, with the exception of the only lock that they have there in Jordan Cameron. Um, I'm actually looking mm-hmm. and, and have, have my fingers crossed. I want to see Alabama State alum and former Georgia Bulldog Isaiah Crowell come in and get some time behind a Townsend guy. You know, I'm a, I love rooting for my HBCU and my local guys, the Townsend guys, sure. uh, Terrence West. I want to see them get some 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 run behind Ben Tate, and, I, and it's actually possible, especially with the way that the two young guys have played during the preseason. Uh, with Josh okay. Gordon getting into trouble that he's gotten into, I don't know what their wide receiver spot's going to look like, and, and I don't see them winning more than three games this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they're going to attempt to battle Cincinnati this year for for the uh, the division crown. My only issue with Baltimore is, once again, that running spot and the issues that they're going to have with Ray Rice right. not having a good year, first and foremost, last year, and then him sitting out the first two games this year because of his suspension. And Bernard Pierce just did not look too well in the preseason for them from, from the games that I saw. So mm. those two games with them also being tough divisional games, if I remember correctly, I know that they start off with Cincinnati, and then I think that they have the second game against Pittsburgh um, for Baltimore. Yes. So those two games right there, without a run game, in the division, brutal. brutal. <laughs> could be extremely brutal for them, especially for them brutal. wanting to uh, to win the division. So I'm actually going with the Bengals to do it again at, at ten and six, and and the Steelers in Baltimore coming in at eight and eight, and actually agreeing with mm. you, Scott, saying that those two teams there are going to be at least three representatives, or three representatives out of the AFC North will be in the playoffs this year. Hmm. You know, I'm going to go ahead and um, cancel the Browns out because I mean, even though they shored up their defense, you know, right. let's be honest, their offense is not going to make a show. All right. No. Um, right. I mean, because what are they going to do? They already have they 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 bred a, a quarterback controversy um, at the at the um, the draft. They're going to still have that quarterback controversy when they go into the season. They have rough schedules mm-hmm. since right. they get started. All right, which, of course, you know, what do NFL fans do as soon as things go bad? They're going to start calling for Manziel, who's got no experience, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, yeah, they lost their number one receiver for the whole entire year, which, of course, they played with, you know, during the preseason. So it's like, why do you got the dude on – why are you playing with him when you know he's not going to be there? <laughs> okay. That, okay, so if that's where the coaching staff's mind is now, they got no chance. So let's just, I'm just going to throw them out. Now they're done, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you said three. You said right. Dwayne said three wins. I'll give him three. Okay, I agree with that. 
because they got to get lucky. Um, wow. I'm going to say that the, the Bengals are going to go ahead and win that division again. Um, I think the Baltimore Ravens, I agree with the fact that they've got issues um, with their run game. Um, they, they made some other changes on their offense, I thought. Um, okay. I know they got Steve Smith there. Um, but at the same time, unless they um, – do they still have the same offensive coordinator? No, they got a different one. They got uh, Gary Kubiak because, remember, uh, oh, Jim right. Caldwell is okay. not a coach of Detroit. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Yeah, uh, Baltimore oh, Baltimore, and and Pittsburgh will cancel each other out, okay, because they're the two teams that hate each other. And that just leaves Cincinnati right. to figure it out again. I mean, they've already had a taste of success. Um, granted, they're going to have a tougher schedule because they won a division last year, but I think that they're going to be the ones that um, – end up being in, I agree, it's going to be a game, a game or two ahead of the other two teams. But I think that they are going to be the division champion. But I, I also agree. I mean, just looking at, um, you know, what the lay of the land looks like with the other um, AFC divisions, um, Yeah. you know, I, I would say two or three of those teams come out also. Um, and, and two or three AFC team, North teams also come out and represent the um, AFC in the playoffs. Because we only know there's only going to be mm-hmm. one in the AFC East. <laughs> okay, so yeah. <laughs> I agree. With, I, I agree so far that the, that NFC AFC North is going to have bigger representation. Uh-huh. Right, and that's the thing. So um, again, this is the tough one of the toughest one of the two toughest divisions in football, not only to call but to but in terms of competitiveness, those three teams. I mean, hell, ten wins may win that division because they'll beat up on each other at least the top three teams in the division, they'll probably dominate the other parts of the schedule. Of course, the schedule is just, just beating each other up. I think they'll cannibalize each other, uh, which will may make them playoff ready, but make them beat up nonetheless. So let's shift things. Speaking of bad divisions, the AFC South, um, or as I call it, the AFC Laos, uh, because it's so lousy. Um, now, we could put this division on sleep, really, so we should make sure – Sure, 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 work at this. I'll take this. So, actually, Chris, you want to give who's going to win this future division? If it, and, 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 I, and, and I'll tell you what, if it's not going to be the Annapolis Colts, I really want to know why. I just throw that out there. But, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you don't have to ask me that question. Um, I think the <laughs> Annapolis Colts win that division easily and handily. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they. Um, either sweep the division or lose one game on the road, and that's probably at the end of the season. Um, I look right. at the other three teams in that division, they're all still in flux. Um, let me see. They all have uh, new coaches, uh, new quarterbacks, um, new systems, new everything. The Colts are the only one that's smooth sailing, that's you know continuing on from last year. So... Um, <laughs> They may be the only team representing their division. I mean, I don't really have a lot of hope in, in the Houston Texans. Um, I like their, mm-hmm. I like what they did with their defense. You know, um, mm-hmm. they've made the right choice of picking Clowney, you know, in the first round. And I also think they made the right choice um, um, signing long-term. Uh, what's the dude's name that they signed yesterday? Um, J.J. Watt. Yeah, I think that was, that was good because the Pretty thing is, good. you know, you need your defense. I don't know what they've got mm-hmm. on the on the corners on the on the on the uh, in the um you know in the in the outfield type of thing, but 
here's the thing. Sure. I still want to see how I mean, all this stuff that we're talking about with the with the um, the secondary. We need to see how the officials are going to call it because that right. throws a wrench right. in everything. You know, depending exactly. on how they how 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 they're going to call you know the coverages with the defensive backs. But I like what the Houston Texans did with their defense, but you know. <laughs> The offense is still suspect. You know, I don't really trust um, running back anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Arian Foster, he needs it's to really hurt. come it's back. Hurt, yeah. yeah, don't trust him. So, um, and they've got a new quarterback there. So, Indianapolis Colts all the way. I don't. And the thing is, the other three teams may not make the playoffs. Yeah, it doesn't even matter about those three teams. But uh, what you got, Dwayne? What you got, brother? Uh, pretty much the same thing, I take it. You know what? I think that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, owner is actually going to hire someone to kidnap Andrew Luck, and that's <laughs> how they somehow <laughs> win the division because of the fact okay. that he's not there to play. But um, in all seriousness, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. I, I, I had the Colts running away with this division. Um, the, the, like you said, uh, Chris, I, I, I do want to see what Houston does, uh, especially being that they do play my skins week one. I'm, I'm, I, I love those bookends and the fact that they're actually going to rotate both J.J. Watt and uh, – well, actually, I don't love it. I'm going to love it probably week two after they play the skins. Yeah. The fact that they're going to rotate Clowney and Watt throughout the year and throughout that line is going to cause a lot of offensive lines some fits. And I want to see if a healthy Brian Cushing can come in and, 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 and contribute to that front seven. I do want to see what that back seven does, being that they do have a lot of young guys there. But, yeah, I, I am a little concerned with that offense that they have in Houston. Uh, I thought the Ryan Mallett trade was, was interesting. That shows me that they probably don't have a lot of hope in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I'm waiting to see whether or not um, Johnson can return to form from a couple of years ago. You know, he is aging, and he has had to deal with a lot of injuries uh, over the past couple of years. And I do agree with you as well with Arian Foster. I I think his time has now come. And the fact that they've actually gotten rid of Ben Tate, it's a possibility he may be exposed. He may get 1,000 yards for them this year. I don't know. We'll see. But – I don't know how much I trust that. As a matter of fact, they lost Owen Daniels as well at the tight end spot. So that 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 offense is is a little bit lighter than what it's used to being, and because of that, I don't see. And I think actually they would have been the closest competitor uh, to Indianapolis, but it wouldn't have been that close. Uh, Jacksonville actually is another interesting project. I want to see with uh, my man Kuta Kente, a.k.a. Toby Gerhardt, and uh, – Blake Bortles. I want to see if this dude is actually able to come in and start. I'm surprised it did. I mean, I understand why. In in, in my opinion, I would love to have a rookie QB sit back and and watch, regardless of how bad the team is. Let them sit back and watch and and learn. That's that's my theory. I mean, I understand a lot of people Mm -hmm. say you can't learn until you play and you're thrown out in the fire. But I, I, I just think otherwise. But I, I do believe the right. Bills will get a chance to play, and, and I want to see 
God, that, that loss of a big dummy, a.k.a. Justin Blackman, he finally potentially gets the quarterback that he's been looking for, and, and he dumbs himself out the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't – Yeah. They're, they're going to have to That's do something. That's what called stupidity at its highest. Stupidity exactly. Its highest, you know, they, they, they finally get a receiver. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They finally get a receiver there in, in Jacksonville to, to replace the void that was left when Jimmy Smith retired. But um, this dude dumbs himself out the league. But yeah, I don't I don't see anybody else competing with Indianapolis in this division. Period. You know what? You know what? The only reason why I decided to take my time out and rank the other three teams in the AFC South is because I was just being nice. I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, those three teams outside Indianapolis, who cares? I mean, hell, just, just toss them up. Just, toss, just, just, just wipe their names on some flashcards, toss their asses up in the air. It wouldn't matter because all three teams, no, they suck, they swallow. And, you know, I mean, they, they just won't challenge Indianapolis. Hell, they won't challenge many teams this year. I mean, I will say this about Jacksonville. I will say this about Jacksonville. They actually play hard for their coach. They seem like they got a good thing going, potentially going. They got a set up, and I, you know, and I believe in Blake Boyle. They're doing the right thing and let him watch because what's the point of throwing, of throwing him, him out there, you know, and let him get his ass kicked, a, a la like, like Blaine Gabbert and a few others, you know, and destroy his confidence for good. Just let him sit back and watch. They're not going anywhere this year. Might as well just sit and watch, have him sit and watch, put the, clip, the clipboard around for a while, and he'll be better for it. He'll be better for it. Um, the West is slightly better. <laughs> well, more than slightly better. Um, but I think that I think that's Denver's division. I think Denver is going to be one of the teams to be in the AFC. Period. But I think San Diego and, and, and Kansas City are going to make runs at playoff spots. I have them finishing second and third respectively. And even though I like the direction Oakland is going, they still suck. <laughs> I got them bring up the rear in last place. So um, I guess Dwayne. Um, well, I, well, actually, I'll let, I'll let you rest your vocal cords for a minute. So I'll go back to Lupe and have him pick the AFC West. Hmm. All right. I don't. I, I think the, uh, the top three teams are the top three teams. I think uh, their order is different. My order is going to be different from yours. It's going to look exactly like it did last year. I think the Broncos are going to take the division um, maybe, uh, what, two, three, four games ahead of the Chiefs. The Chargers are going to sure. come up. You know, in the in you know third place, uh, they've got to work in their new coach, and the Raiders. I've told I told my wife this about the Raiders. That's where um, free agents <laughs> go to end their careers. You know, it's kind of right. in all that fossils. So it's kind of interesting to look. You know, and Maurice Jones Drew is there, um, and they pull some other guys that's there that look well. good on paper, but then you just wait yeah. and see how long they, it takes for them to get hurt. You know, I mean, I like the. I thought it was a funny move. They they have a, a um, you know a rookie starting as their quarterback, you know, which says a lot about Matt Schaub. Is that who they brought out there? Right, Matt yeah. Schaub. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Matt he's another veteran himself, yeah. that they pull out there to end his career. So they're going to be. I would give them maybe four victories, maybe five, you know. But I do mm-hmm. think that um, it's going to be you know Denver to be class of the division. And then Kansas City is going to come in second, and San Diego will will come in third. They'll make some noise, but and they may make the playoffs because of the fact that the other uh, 
two divisions that we just talked about previously don't really have anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I should say the two we talked about previously, but the AFC East and AFC South are going to have a lot of issues. So San Diego might get in with a 500 record, you know, a sub-500 mm-hmm. record. They might get in with that, but you know, they will probably have the opportunity to um, represent. Mm. Well, 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 my thing against Kansas City is this. As much as I love Andy Reid as a coach, I think he knows what the hell he's doing is obvious because he took the Chiefs to the playoffs last year. Um, I think Kansas City snuck up on a lot of people last season. I, I thought that mm-hmm. this would be Kansas City's year instead of last year. Since they, they competed last year, they kind of dropped off and they tailed off a little bit near the end of the season. And, like I said, I don't, I don't think they'll sneak up on anybody this year. As, as far as San Diego goes, I like their quarterback. I love Philip Rivers. He's a stud. It's too bad he's on a mediocre squad, but he's a stud. And so whatever you have a franchise quarterback, a top-ten quarterback leading your squad, you have a fighting chance. So, I, so, so, so basically since uh, San Diego made the playoffs last year, they didn't really lose any one of note from the team last year, from last season. So that's why I have them finishing ahead of, slightly ahead of, of Kansas City and Oakland's Oakland. So uh, what you got, Dwayne? Well, uh, once again, we're all kind of in agreement here. Uh, I'm not even going to sit here and bash mouth, uh, well, bad talk. I'm sorry. Uh, my sister's mm-hmm. favorite team, the Oakland Raiders. So I'm still trying to understand that whole concept. Uh, yeah. God bless her. She likes the colors. Exactly. And the funny thing is, of course, she didn't make them her favorite team until about a year ago. And I'm like, wow, you know, you choose one of the worst teams in the league to be your favorite team. Interesting. Her whole theory is NWA based, but that's another story for another time. Exactly. The colors. (laughs) (laughs) Luke called it right. He called it the colors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just find it funny that Matt Schaub took uh, David Carr's job only to go off to L.A. and have his brother take his job. Ironic. Ironic. I thought that was hilarious. And then the fact that Matt Schaub allegedly loses the job due to an elbow injury that he still hasn't recovered from yet, from my understanding. Last I heard, it's still a little questionable. Right. And Chris, your whole thing about uh, Oakland being a place for veterans to go and die, this past summer they nicknamed themselves the throwaways, I think it is. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. You know, I, I think they're trying to use that as a rallying cry to show the rest of the, the, the uh, well, the teams that, that basically cast them off that they will go to Oakland and play a little bit better. Uh, psych, because you got to play last time. Yeah, twice. Mine. It, exactly. But, see, I, I think it, it happened for them at the wrong time because of the fact of who they have to play. They have to play within their division against Kansas City twice, San Diego right. twice. Right. Denver twice, yep. and then right. they also have to play against Seattle, San Francisco, oh, Arizona, <laughs> and the St. Louis Rams. Oh, my Lord. So that's one, two, three, win? four. That's ten games right there they got against teams that have at least eight wins, with the exception of the St. Louis Rams, who had seven wins, that is still a rather rather respectable team. And, and, right. and, and, and 
Yeah, this is going to have a bad time this year. But I'm not going to sit here and pick on Oakland like I said earlier. Um, Kansas City, uh, Scott, I completely agree. I, I think that Andy Reid uh, uh, caught a, a lot of – well, that entire team caught a lot of people by surprise, along mm-hmm. with them having a very favorable schedule. Uh, right. For them to make that run that they did, I still like their defense. I, I'm thoroughly in love with the running back that they have. The only issue that I still have, and I've been uh, known to say this on many occasions, Alex Smith, I mean, I know that they've asked this guy to basically be a game manager. It's going to come mm-hmm. a time this year where game management, it's not going to be something for him to rely on. Uh, especially with right. that schedule that they do have. I, I do see them going 500, but I don't see them making the playoffs. And, and I do like San Diego as well, Phillip Rivers, my man out of Greensboro, Keenan Allen, that three-headed monster they mm-hmm. got in the backfield of of uh, Ryan Matthews, Danny Woodhead, and Ronnie Brown. They're, they're all individually aren't great, but they're a good three-punch. Uh, running back, quarterback there. Uh, the Darius Green is the tight end that everyone is talking about, the young guy. Team him up with uh, Antonio Gates. They may be uh, uh, interesting to watch. But, once again, because of the situations out in Baltimore and Pittsburgh, that mm-hmm. eight and eight season in San Diego, in my personal opinion, which I have them doing, may be a waste. I don't see them getting... Uh, into the playoffs with that because of, I don't know what the breakdown is going to be in terms of how they separate those four teams that I do have going eight and eight. But like I said before, Kansas City and San Diego, sadly, with them both making it in last year, they both won't make it in this year. And Denver Mm -hmm. is is basically just that. They're Denver, they're Peyton Manning. They get better on defense with T.J. Ward. Oh, my God. Uh, they get younger as well. That's the other thing that's impressive to me with them losing right. Sam Bailey. Um, I thought them getting rid of Duke Ian Nacho, who I actually liked watching him play last year. He was a tackling machine, but of course he just became a TJ, a TJ Ward casualty, unfortunately, um, yeah. uh, along with the other guys that they got back there in that secondary. And you put Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware together. And DeMarcus mm-hmm. Um, where can stay healthy. I'm sorry. That's going to be a a very ugly situation with that front seven, along with your boy Porkchop. It's... it's, (laughs) uh, I I actually had them winning at least 11 games this year, and then actually coming in, because of record, second in the AFC. Mhm. Hmm. Wow. The Patriots. Probably. Wow. That's yeah. that's that's interesting. That's interesting. So, off from the AFC and on to the stronger the two conferences, the NFC. <laughs> and um, so, starting with the NFC, Dwayne, brother, I know you have a huge vested interest in this division. Yeah, I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> I'll let you take this division first, brother, and let you call it as you see it. Oh, my God. You know, I I was looking at this earlier today through uh, burgundy and gold-colored glasses, trying to figure (laughs) out how I was able to come up with what I came up with. 
I'm still in in disbelief of of, of what I saw. I, I'm, I'm and a lot of this has to deal with what you guys talked about earlier. How are the refs going to call the play of the secondary? And it's going to be extremely uh, 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 contingent on these teams that have high-potent offenses like Philadelphia, like Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, who we'll talk about later, Atlanta, New Orleans, all of those guys, and it will extremely affect the, uh, the NFC West. But once again, that's for later on, but I, I, I bring that up because of the fact that the Washington Redskins, with the additions of uh, Jason Hatcher on defense, uh, and also Duke Kiannacho, who's going to be coming off the bench, who actually has a lot of game time experience with the Denver Broncos, and, and uh, um, man, I, I'm... I'm Actually, shocked that I'm blanking out on the Redskins right now. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> with D'Angelo Hall, uh, I, I want to see what Ryan Arakpo does as well. With this being a franchise year for him, Ryan Kerrigan um, on that. De- I'm not going to sit here and bring talk about guys individually because this is making me sound more and more like a homer. How about I just go to, to, to my picks? I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> With this being labeled as the worst division in football right now, which kind of saddens me yeah. because of its his, yeah, because of its history, mm-hmm. I actually have two teams vying for first place in this division, and that's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Redskins. Like I said I before, that I, I don't know how this offense is going to look for the Skins, I'm still a little concerned. Yes, it's preseason, but I'm still concerned by the fact that two major things with uh, with Robert Griffin III, he does not know how to slide or get rid of the ball once the play is dead. And also, he, he, he tries entirely too hard, in my personal opinion, to make a play when there isn't a play. If he can mm-hmm. somehow figure that out, Maybe this, this this team turns around and they become oh, extremely Can I jump in now? Here. Can I jump in? Go ahead. Oh yeah, you, Dwayne, you heard me. Um, let me. <laughs> I, I bit I bit my tongue until it's bleeding now, but I got to get this out. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say that the NFC East is a gift to the NFC South, and here's why. Okay, uh, I I agree with you to. And I'm, I agree with you that the Eagles are going to win the division. Mm-hmm. My disagreement is that the Redskins are going to be close second, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, the the yeah, difficulty I have with that is that you've got a, a new coach, a new system, and, you, mm-hmm. and, again, you have a quarterback that still has to figure out, you know, his legs. I mean, he's still coming off an injury. He looked like he – I mean, he, he looks like he needs to get his confidence back. He's incredibly important to the team, even though they're in what they're one of the few teams that have a backup quarterback that is more than capable of running the team. Okay, one of the few mm-hmm. teams that has that. So I do give them that. Um, but I don't think that um, I would say maybe next year I would agree with what you said that they that the Redskins and the Eagles will be, you know, running 
uh, rip shot over the division. I don't think this is the year for it. Um, I do think that um, the Eagles are going to take the division, no question. I don't think that any of the other three teams are going to make too much noise. In fact, um, I live in Dallas. I've been here since 1997, which is, I believe, 17. I'm going to say that they are at the bottom mm-hmm. of the I do think the Redskins will finish second because um, I think that I think that um, they 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 seem to have a character about them where that they can put it together. And when they put it together, they go on a run. Okay, that run typically mm-hmm. happens at the end of the year. So I do think that it's going to be the Redskins and the Giants who are at the end of the year trying to get the, get into the playoffs. They'll probably both miss, but it'll be a good competition. Cowboys don't have a shot. I'm not going to even get into their drama. Okay, because I live it every day down here. It's a waste of time for me. I'm in the process of becoming a cowboy hater, so I want to be one of the first people who I know who who um, wasn't a fan, became a fan, became um, ambivalent, which is where I am now. And I want to become a hater. You know, then I know I'll have the full. I will. I will know the dark side of the force. But I'm still working on that. But I do say that the NFC is a gift to the NFC South, and we'll get to that when we get there. But I say say the Eagles are the only team that makes it out of the NFC East. Well, here's the deal with that. Um, I was, before the preseason, I was vacillating back and forth between Philly and Washington. I'll be honest about that because, for one thing, Washington's getting all the defenders back. Brian Rockford is healthy. Uh, I think this. I think Kerrigan plays for Washington, right? I think he's healthy. Um, they actually brought in Ryan Clark. I know he's a gray beard, but he brings a much needed leadership for the defense, and especially in the back end. And he's intelligent. Well, yeah, let me yeah. interrupt you real quick because I, I want you guys to laugh at this the way that I, I did. Uh-huh. A couple of months ago when OTA started, Ryan Clark said, and I quote, this risk in secondary is the best secondary that I've ever played with. Mm. Yeah, he's just saying that because he has a job. Uh, <laughs> he's really honest. He's got to I say mean, that. If he's honest. I mean, is he really saying that those guys he's playing with better than the, 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 the combo that he and Troy Paul Mole had in Pittsburgh? And There's no, no. Yeah, I, I agree with that. <laughs> well, that's he just said that because he has a job. They need to oh, test yeah, him for drugs. You also have to remember yeah. he, he also played with Sean Taylor and Carlos Rogers in Washington as well. That's right, the first time around. So you know he's Yeah, so <laughs> they need to test him for drugs too, because that's a crazy statement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So be that as it may, <laughs> when I saw the preseason, granted I know it's the preseason, I don't think, I'm not like Skip Bayless and put all sock in this preseason. But I do use the preseason to pay attention to trends. And what's trending downward right now is RG3. I mean, the brother looks, I mean, the young brother looks shaky in the pocket. He looks like he's lost a bit of his confidence. He's trying, you know, he's trying, he's, he's struggling to learn a good, to, to learn a system that had made Andy Dalton and Cincinnati look good. Okay. And RG3 is a lot better, in my opinion, talent wise, than, than one Andy Dalton. And to see his backup, Kirk Cousins, do well in, John, in Jay Gruden's system, that mm-hmm. doesn't spell a whole lot of hope for me. Even though they have weapons on offense, to go with Alfred Morris, the Toten the Rock, 
from the backfield. To add the Sean Jackson, the, that dynamic threat that they lacked the last two years here in Washington. Okay, to go over the net. Up here at Garcon. Yeah, yeah, to go over the top. To take the pressure off Pierre Garcon, the tight ends and whatnot. So, for that reason, despite every, all the positives I mentioned, for that reason alone, that's why I think Washington's going to finish second to Philadelphia. Um, I don't see the Philadelphia's, I mean, props to Chip Kelly. I mean, how many people clown Chip Kelly for coming from Oregon to the NFL, saying that this shit's not going to work, his offense system's not going to work? It's yeah. working in stage, bro. I mean, he's, made, he's turned, like, Nick Foles to a, a top-ten combo quarterback, and he made one LaShawn McCoy, who's already a stud, even more steadier, if that's even possible. I mean, LaShawn McCoy is unstoppable on that offense. Now, I will say that they'll miss the Sean Jackson to a degree, but as long as that racist, uh, uh, Riley Cooper keeps doing his thing, as well as Jimmy, <laughs> if, if Jimmy Macklin stays healthy, I think no one's stopping Philadelphia. I'm sorry, no one's stopping Philadelphia from winning that division. As for other two teams, but, who gives a fuck? I mean, oh, you yeah. got the Giants. You got the Giants who's looking, who's taking, I mean, Eli Man's looking putrid this offseason. I mean, speaking of trending downward, I mean, that's even a further downward spiral than one RG3 had in the preseason. I mean, man, and Eli's struggling right now. And who do they have on defense? I mean, granted, they're not as bad as Dallas is. We'll get to them in a minute. But they have, they're, they're devoid of talent. They're devoid of talent. And I would pick them to finish DFL, their freaking last. But I reserve that for Dallas for one reason alone. Well, two mm-hmm. reasons. A, the defense can't stop a nosebleed. They were, they were, they were, they were dead <laughs> last last year. And I don't think anything that has made, has given me an indication that Dallas defense will be even better. They've lost some talent off the team, whether it's by free agency or by injury. And, mm-hmm. and, and they're changing defensive coordinators. So to Rob Mellon, who I like a lot. But not enough to save this team. What's, they, what's going to save the Dallas defense is a whole lot of prayer. Let's just put it that way. They, I mean, they, 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 I mean they, may, they may eclipse the New Orleans Saints of two years ago of being the worst defense statistically in the history of the NFL. That's how bad I think it's going to get for Dallas. Now, it make it the other reason bad, yeah. why I think, yeah, the other reason why I think the finish dead last is Jerry Jones. He's going to find a way to screw things up. He's going to either talk uh, Jason Garrett, his puppeteer, his puppet, rather, Jason Garrett, into throwing the ball way too much instead of giving the ball to one, um, uh, 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 to, the right, uh, to the running back. His name is going to come to me in a minute. Uh, DeMarco Murray. You know, because, yeah, 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 there you go. DeMarco Murray, who, who had over 1,000 yards rushing last year, despite the fact that Jason Garrett is allergic to the running game. Um, and, J- and and Tony Romo, who God bless him, he's a good. I I think he's a good quarterback. I think he gets a bad rap. Um, but and and he has a he has two studs to throw to. Um, Jason Witten and there's Bryant, who I think is going to get a huge payday after this season, maybe during the season. He's earned it. He's more than earned it. But for Tony Romo and company on offense, going to have to score forty points. They're even be in some games because Dallas defense is going to be that bad. 
And speaking of screwing things up, remember how many games last year that Jason Garrett just went, just went brain dead and went away from DeMarco Ryan? That cost him at least two games. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it cost him at least two games. And they finished eight, not only did they finish eight and eight, as usual, but they were five and one in the division. They were five and one in the division. The last okay. loss. The only and, loss was the last game of the year. Exactly. And they should have won that game. <laughs> so, because they screwed up that game, they screwed up Green Bay. Remember when they were up on Green Bay 26-3 at halftime? At home. And found a way to lose that game. Remember when yeah. they scored 45 points against Denver? Or the 48 points against Denver? 48. And yeah. they ended up losing 51 to 48. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Come on now. That's why, I mean, that's, it's too bad because Dallas fans are great fans. I hate the team. I'd like to give them a hard time. But they're great fans. They're loyal fans. But as long as Jerry Jones is on the team, I mean, I, I think Jimmy Johnson placed a curse on them. When he fired him. <laughs> I honestly believe that. I mean, should the Bears actually. Actually won the Super Bowl? Huh? I'm sorry. He kind of did, actually. Did you guys see uh, over outside the lines this past weekend? Who? I'm sorry. Uh, they, they they did a, uh, a story on Jerry Jones on outside the lines this okay. past weekend on ESPN. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that question. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, and in, yeah, in the story, he actually talks about how he's been trying to prove to people that he is an NFL-caliber GM without Jimmy oh, Johnson. Exactly. He's been saying that – actually, one of the quotes that was used during the piece is, you know, Jimmy Johnson won two Super Bowls, I won three. Like wow, what a yeah, what a what a narcissist! Exactly. Man, look, look. <laughs> and, and, and he was saying that you know he wasn't he he was upset because of the fact that he wasn't getting enough credit for the moves that were made before Dallas the Super Bowl runs, and it seemed like all of the credit was going to Jimmy Johnson. So he he needs to prove to the world that he is a NFL caliber GM. Oh, God bless God, yeah. Cowboys fans. God it's bless the God. reason why I'm in such turmoil down here. It cannot be a um, a homer because of that very situation that you just brought up. Yeah, yeah. I heard that and 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 heavily sighed. I felt bad for a brief moment, and then <laughs> I just chuckled in, in glee for like a good half hour. Just you know, happy that they can, they, they couldn't happen to a better team. But the reason why I'm kind of leery about the Philadelphia Eagles winning this division is because yes, of the one trend, since we're talking about trends, the one trend that it has uh-huh. been a constant for this division, whoever plays Dallas at the end of the season wins the division. Team this year, the Washington Redskins. Mm. Oh, my God. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. <laughs> Okay, I can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. As a fan, I don't want to. I don't like screaming that this turnaround is going to happen because this still is a lot of the pieces from a three and thirteen team a year ago that was 
that right. went in the shambles because of the coaching staff that was there. Thank God that they're all gone. And I do agree that Chip Kelly caught a lot of people by surprise. But when you add in a Darren Sproles who doesn't have to play a lot of minutes, and then you add in that draft pick receiver, who was the receiver that, that, that the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles drafted? Because oh, I, I like him as well. I didn't realize that. Hmm. Yeah, so, you Hold know, you, 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 you add him into the mix. I thoroughly like this offense, but I still kind of question what that defense is going to do in Philadelphia. But That's fair. Be, being that, you know, I'm, I'm a little trepidatious in, in picking my own team to win a division, I'm still going to go ahead and give it on, on, on the surface to the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, I, I still, the skin's chances of, of, of battling them for that spot. Now, to answer your question about the wide receiver, they drafted that kid, Matthews, out of Vanderbilt. And they also dropped yeah. that kid Huff out of out of out of Oregon. Two studs, two two two, two very good players, uh, mm-hmm. who came from dynamic systems. Um, well, well, particularly in, in the case of Huff from Oregon. Uh, this is moved right along to Lou Pace Wheelhouse, the NFC North. It says you have a vested interest in this division for some reason. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Call the Bears, maybe. I'll let you take the first crack at this division. And, 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 and let me know how you see everything shaping out. At the risk of sounding like a homer. Go ahead. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's welcome here. It's welcome. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest at the same time. The, the Bears have a, uh, a really good offense now. Yeah. Um, yes. The defense is still um, serviceable. I'm gonna, but as long as Aaron Rodgers is alive and can throw a ball <laughs> and has the coaching staff that he's has, the Bears don't stand a shot at winning that division. Uh-huh. So let's. I'm gonna be honest. You know, as much as I like the Bears, the Green Bay Packers are gonna win that division. Okay, mm-hmm. the Bears will probably. I know that page the page it hurts like crazy, Scott. It really does. <laughs> Green Bay. Because the thing is, yeah. I keep remembering uh-huh. the games when, even recently, when it's the Green Bay Packers and the Bears that have to play towards the end of the season, and it's on CBS, and we're watching the game, and lo and behold, the Bears screw up. Or Aaron Rodgers is just that good. And most of the time, Aaron Rodgers is just that good. So mm-hmm. if he's healthy, then um, – the Packers win that division hands down. Okay, it might it might be within two or three games, but they win that division. The Lions and the Bears, I think, will be the teams that are in second and third place. I think the I think the Vikings still have a long way to go, and especially with the fact that they're not going to be in in, in uh, Minneapolis this year. Okay, and I think mm-hmm. that, and we've seen that take a toll on teams before, like the Bears. It took a toll on them. It took a toll on um, uh, the Titans when they were in transition. So sure. um, the the Vikings are probably finished last in that division. I think um, uh, um, the running back still has a really good season, um, and he still doesn't make it to the Cowboys. <laughs> but um, I think Detroit will come in second or third. The Bears will be second or third. But uh, Green Bay, hands down, will win that division. And I, I do think mm. that one of the wild card teams will come from here by default. No, 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 no! I take that back. Scratch that because we haven't gotten to last. We haven't gotten to the exciting part of the NFC. 
The Packers win hands down and they go to the playoffs. So we got so from the way I look at it, we have two teams that make the playoffs so far, Packers and the Eagles. Right. And it hurt to say that. Yeah. Well, I say I I'll give you my idea who's gonna win the NFC North NFC North. It's similar to what you said, Chris, except for one thing. Well, first of all, I got the Packers winning the division, followed by your Bears, Lions, and Vikings. Oh, my. Um, but I got the Bears being a wild card. I have to be in a wild card. Here's why. They are more, if you take a look at the other teams in the conference, like potential second-place teams, I know we haven't gotten to the South and the West yet. But, obviously, I think, I think, I, I think either Seahawks, 49ers, or Cardinals are going to be a playoff team. Uh, in terms of the walk-off team, rather. Um, and I, I think that Washington has not had the firepower the Bears do. And no one outside of, outside of the Saints and NFC South has the firepower that the Bears do. What's going to stop the Bears is that the lack of defense. The Bears have a hard, had a hard time stopping anybody. It, like, it had a hard time stopping everyone last year, statistically. And I, I don't see how, they get, how they're going to get better. You know what I mean? And the Packers, to be fair, the Packers had that problem as well, but they have more defensive talent than the Bears. And granted, bringing in Julius Peppers, you know, he's talented. He's a stud, but to, let's be honest about something. He didn't really show up a whole lot last year. There's a reason why the Bears let him go. Um, and Brian Ehrlich is not going to walk through that door anytime soon for Chicago. So what you gonna what's, what you well, what you have you got you have and I think you're still with them but Lance Briggs you have an older Lance Briggs and mm-hmm. a bunch of other dudes on defense and maybe Peanut Tillman and but other dudes on defense yeah. and you know Aaron Rodgers is ultimate trump card I think he's gonna come up with vengeance but again I think what's gonna hold him back is our defense because just like Chicago Green Bay has trouble stopping people. So, even though they have the talent to do better. So, who knows if they'll do that. The Lions are too undisciplined. They're talented as hell, but they're too undisciplined. Even though I think they may play a little harder for Coach Jim Caldwell. But he's too nice of a guy, in my opinion. I, you know, I met him firsthand at a, what, at, at a, at a sports analytics conference a few years ago. One of the nicest mm-hmm. men in sports I ever met. But... I think that the Dallas Lions are so undisciplined. Sure, they'll adhere to the style at first, but I think they'll eventually tune out or tune out because, like I said before, Carl was too much of a guy. And the Vikings, I, I like Bridgewater a lot, and they're being smart and not starting Bridgewater right away, you know, because Castle actually, Matt Castle actually played decent in the preseason. Plus, that Adrian Peterson, who do they have? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, that's why I had to bring it uh, uh, up the rear. So, Dwayne, uh, I have a feeling that you're going to see things similar to how Chris and I see things in NFC North. Yeah, because we're, we're three intelligent men. We have common sense. Yeah. And we see things yeah, the way that they are. <laughs> uh-huh. And actually, kind of going back to that whole OTL uh, interview, Adrian Peterson actually called up Jerry Jones and said that he wants to play for the Cowboys. How that's yeah. not tampering, I don't know. But yeah. that's another mm-hmm. story for another day. And because of that, he's going to have to sit there and be in turmoil in Minnesota for another year and watch this team 
just stay bad once again. You know, they get rid of Jared Allen. Um, what's the young defensive lineman that they that they do have there that's actually pretty good? I can't remember what his name is. They just gave him a ton of money uh, this past off season, but you know, Minnesota? you're right. They don't have. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Is it Wilkerson? Um, I'll look it up. What? Uh, 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 keep talking. I'll look it up for you. Okay, but um, uh, outside of uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, I, I, there's not a lot of uh, other offensive talent on that team. Once again, you're right. Teddy Bridgewater, go ahead, just have a seat, watch, let these boys and 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 Kyle Rudolph. How did I forget about Kyle Rudolph as well? Yeah, just, just let Bridgewater uh-huh. sit down, watch, learn. He'll be fine when his time comes. Uh, Detroit, once again, I, I thought that, that draft pick was rather ballsy of them to go ahead and, and, and draft the, uh, the tight end out of North Carolina to go ahead and, and make that extremely potent offense that much more potent. But they really didn't address one of their dire needs, which is secondary. And that's, that mm-hmm. secondary just continues to get older and older with Don Carey and Rashawn, uh, R- R- I'm sorry, R- Rashid Mathis. Yeah. who actually was jobless before he got to, to Detroit, you know. And, mm-hmm. and, and with that secondary not getting getting that much better, uh, I, I'm just a little concerned on, on how they're going to stop teams. I mean, that, that, that front four that they have is fantastic with uh, 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 beat-em-up Sue and, and uh, the other mm-hmm. defensive tackle that they have, the other young guy that's there as well, got came remember his name to save my life. Nick Farley? That, 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 Talking about Farley? Yes, Nick, yes, Farley, yes, yes, Nick Farley. Yeah. That, it's just that, mm-hmm. that back four, especially in this division with the Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to go ahead and say it, the best receiving core in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If, right. if Santonio Holmes can stay healthy with Alshon Jeffries and, and Brandon Marshall, those three guys can be dynamic. And with the, yeah. the black unicorn and and one of the best, if not the best, all-around back, yeah, I said it, Matt Forte in the backfield with them. He's a stud. Not as good yes, as uh, Shady uh, McCoy, but he's very good. He's a stud. And a lot of people don't talk about this guy, but I love Matt Forte. Uh, I almost, almost would trade. Uh, 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 Alfred Jeff, uh, Alfred Morris for uh, Matt Forte because of his receiving skills. But not that said, <laughs> with, with that not said, hey, 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 you know, I, I thought I'd throw that out there. But even with that <laughs> said, and, and as much as I, I, I like the Bears uh, in their offense, you're right, I, I don't see them dethroning Green Bay just yet, but I do see them fighting. I, I, I really think that they just narrowly missed that playoff spot because of me being a homer and picking my skin slightly over uh, Chicago, but I still think that it's also another jab that Chicago, you let go of Lovey Smith just entirely too early. You should have gave him another we'll chance. Him I, I, we'll get him next. <laughs> yeah. we'll you know, I, I thought that they got rid of Lovey unfairly. That's just still my opinion, but you know, I, mm-hmm. I still believe that they can compete for a wild card spot. So this this team, uh, offensively, is extremely strong. Now I'll say this too. Like, well, well, first of all, to answer your question about that 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 player that 
Minnesota signed to an extension. They signed Kyle Rudolph to a five-year contract extension early in the offseason. Um, wow. Actually, around the time of training camp to answer your question. But, I think. But, um, speaking of Lovey Smith, let's head on down south, NFC south. Um, I'll start off with this one. First of all, this is the same division to lose. I think we'll all agree with that. But you know that every season they have there's one team, there's one at least one team that will surprise us and surprise everyone. Last year it was the combination. It was it was like a three way tie between Kansas City, Carolina mm-hmm. winning the division, mm-hmm. and and the Cardinals coming this short of a playoff spot, winning ten mm-hmm. games and missing out on the playoffs. My, I think there's going to be one big time surprise, and it's going to be Tampa Bay. I think I really love Lovey Smith as a coach. To your point, uh, uh, Dwayne, I do not like the, the way Chicago did him in the end. I mean, he was ten and six his last year in Chicago, and still got fired. He won ten games and still got fired. How's that working out for you? How's that uh, working out for you, like Chicago front office? You haven't been in the playoffs since. How does that taste? But anyway, um, the, the fact of the matter is, you put a, a guy like, an experienced guy like Levy Smith with a young, talented team in Tampa Bay. Uh, you got to love their picks. You got Mike Evans from Texas A&M in the draft. Okay, mm-hmm. you still got uh, uh, Vincent Jackson on. On the on, on like like at, at, at the other wide receiver position, okay, mm-hmm. and it just looking at the death chart right now offensively, um, I mean you, I mean you, I mean you have uh, this Martin this Doug Martin toting the rock who I think is very good. He did a good job last year, um, and basically I mean they 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 have a lot of talent. I like Josh McCown. Um, he's serviceable. He's a journeyman, but he's a he's, he's very. It's it's what Levy Smith needs: a serviceable quarterback who won't turn the ball over, who game manager, if you will. But sometimes game managers work for certain teams, and mm-hmm. he's going to bring that 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 cover two defense to Tampa, which will do wonders because you know be, uh, because look at the offense. I mean the, the defensive line to have Gerald McCoy, who's a stud. They, they 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 have Michael Johnson, um, and you know they and Claiborne on the other side uh, of the defensive line. Um, you know they have a very underrated, young but underrated defense. And I think going away from Greg Schiano last year, you know the the Milton Midget as I called him, uh, the actual Belichick wannabe, as I also called him last year. I think that's going to do wonders for the Buccaneers' psyche. I could easily see them winning eight games um, and coming in second place. They may win a little bit more because they have a last-place schedule. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year. Um, so that's my one surprise team. Uh, followed by the Panthers. I know that the Panthers still have a steadily front seven led by Luke Keekley. And if um, – if that guy who beat the shit out of his girlfriend with those guns doesn't get into in, in more trouble, 
Uh, he's going to do a lot of wonders for their defensive line as well. Um, but I think that they, and by they I mean the, the Carolina Panthers front office, stripped Cam Newton of most of his weapons, namely Steve Smith. They're going to rule the day that they got rid of Steve Smith. Um, and by the way, that guy who gave his girlfriend with his guns is Greg Hardy, by the way. But going back to the offense, um, you know, I feel bad for Cam Newton. I think that the their running back, D'Angelo Williams, is okay. John Stewart is a has-been. I like Mike, Mike Tober as a fullback. His Cam is fat ass. But um, who is he going to throw the ball to? He, he being Cam Newton going to throw the ball to. I mean, Joe Kukotri is okay, and she's still alone, played for the Steelers last year. Kelvin Benjamin, he's a rookie from Florida State. He's green. Gregos is the only surefire, bona fide uh, weapon they have, but he's going to be double and triple team because, I mean, look at the other receivers. Um, so I, that's why I think that the defense is going to probably have to carry them and Ken Newton's going to have to carry them next season, but they, they don't have the offensive weapon. And I, 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 and I have Atlanta bringing up, uh, up the rear. Sure, they'll be healthier this year on offense, but I think they're soft. I think the tissue paper is soft. And, you know, it's not going to sit well with uh, Roddy White and Julio Jones and company. But I don't see Matt Ryan as a top-ten quarterback. I really don't. I think he's overrated. And um, with Tony Gonzalez being gone, that leadership's going to go away. And I just don't see it for them this year. I, I just don't see it. So. so what do you think, Dwayne? Am I right about Tampa or am I full of shit? <laughs> about the division. Um, I Did think the Wayne made... No, no, no. I, I'm I completely think... sorry. I, I had you on mute. Uh, I, I do okay. apologize. Uh, what, I, what I was saying was yeah, I, I like mm-hmm. that sleeper pick of Tampa. Uh, the one thing that does concern me is the fact that uh, I'm still trying to figure out what that defense is going to do. As of right now, yeah, sure, Lucky is there. I just want to know whether or not who, who was this guy? Did, didn't they? Uh, they had a couple of free agent signings. Kind of, I'm mad. I can't remember who their free agent signings were in Tampa. But I'm wondering if those guys, along with the guys that they currently have, are enough defensively to compete in this division. Um, I, I, I am concerned. With the direction, I understand that, you know, they want to get a little bit younger in the receiving core in Carolina, and I'm a little leery on whether or not D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart can get back to their former form of two years ago, and then they lost a couple of pieces on defense as, as much as I love uh, that linebacker court that they have there. But... Like I said, Tampa and Carolina, I do have them both at, at, at the bottom of the division. I have Atlanta competing a little bit, but once again, that defense, I'm still a little leery on that as well. Can they stop anybody from scoring, even though I feel as though that they may be able to light it up with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Roddy White, but I'm still, once again, questioning their running game as well. You know, who's going to do it? Is Steven Jackson going to return to form? I don't think so. Uh, Jacques Rogers, they got back there. You know, who's going to be able to talk the rock back there for them? Uh, I'm I'm still questioning 
and I actually have them going eight and eight, finishing second place behind uh, New Orleans, who does win the division this year and, and continues that trend of a different team winning the division every year. Um, I, I, I guy, they 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 drafted Brandon Cooks, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, uh, the New Orleans Saints to to add mm-hmm. with, with uh, Drew Brees back there tossing the ball and, and his ability to. Um, to make his receivers that much better, I, I I really see them winning the division again this year. We're not again consecutively, yeah. but once again. Yeah. All right, Chris. Yeah, this is going to be easy for me. I mean, I know that there's a, you know, the past has shown that a new AFC South team wins each year. This is a year that it doesn't happen. I mean, I think that um, <laughs> Panthers, Panthers still need to find their way. I think the Buccaneers right. will be much improved, if not this year, next year. I mean, I'm always leery when a new coach comes in. Um, sure. I mean, I like, I like Lovey. I love Lovey. I do agree that the Bears did the do wrong, and they need to pay the price, which means that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need to beat the Bears by 50 at least once just to put them back in their place. And I still win. You know, because Bubby's from Big Sandy, Texas. So I still win, even if that happens. Uh, um, right. I do think that New Orleans, you know, getting that coach back, the defense is better last year. It'll be better this year. Um, they did keep the best wide receiver slash uh, tight end in the game. Um, and, again, they've got Drew Brees. I do – I put a question mark on their running game because um, – Ingram can't do it on on his own. I don't think I can be proven wrong, but I think that sure. you know, with in the in the in the league where offense is king right now, their offense is king. Okay, so I'm mm-hmm. going to say the Saints win. I'm going to say that Carolina Panthers finish second, even though they are suspect in a lot of different areas except for quarterback. Um. I'm going to go ahead and put the Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers right there, but I do think that two teams make it out of the division to the playoffs. You know, one makes it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. one makes it to the wild card. Now, who that second team is, it could be Tampa Bay, or it could be Atlanta, or it could be um, Carolina. I don't know. But I do think that this team is – this this division is more powerful than the two we've talked about previously. Ah. <laughs> Mm. Mm. That's what I think. Let's get on to the fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Now to the fun stuff. Um, (laughs) Let's move to the fun division. Yes. The seventh division of football, the NFC West. I like Seattle. I said that I love Seattle. I love the fact that why it seems to fall in the preseason, Seattle's not going to be fat and happy. I think that they they came out hell they came out fighting literally amongst themselves in the mini camp to show that they're still hungry, right? And also, sure they lost uh, one of the guys, uh, one of the edge rushers from from last season. Um, his name escapes me right now, but I'll find out shortly. But as I said, they still have Cam Chancellor. They mm-hmm. still have the ever loquacious one. Uh, Richard Seymour. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Richard Sherman. Excuse me. I was thinking about uh, the other guy from the former. Of, 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 yeah, right. Um, and Earl Thomas. 
They still have Bruce Irvin as weak side linebacker rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. You know, they still have Cliff Abram doing his thing. So, in other words, they're still nasty on these. They're not going anywhere. They're right here. They're going to be here for a while. Now, I will say this. Given that, that getting for a commissioner slash play had a slash offensive minor guy slash bitch-ass Roger Goodell, as I call him, Roger Goodell, has intensified the penalties like on, on like on, like those defensive holding penalties, which made the previews that much harder to watch with all the penalties and those yellow hankies throwing out every which way. It's going to be interesting to see how it affects the Seahawks because Seattle made no bones about it. They're getting your face. They'll get in your face in coverage. They'll bump you, they'll grab you, they'll punk you like they did the Broncos in the Super Bowl, which I think that's why Roger Goodell Company is making all those rules because they saw the Golden Boy Peyton Manning get punked. They saw the Denver offense get mauled and manhandled. They, they just hate defense. I, I think Roger Goodell is allergic to defense, but that's, that's, that's – I'm not going to turn this podcast to uh, why I hate Roger Goodell so much. But anyway, I know we have nine minutes, so we have to so we have to wrap things up here. Um, San Francisco, they lose, they lost, they don't have many of their defensive stars, whether to be suspension or injury, for the first few games of the season. I think it's going to hurt mm-hmm. them big time. That's why I have them in second place. Arizona have them very close to making the playoffs, but in addition to to the Chicago Bears, the 49ers get about the other wild card spot. And St. Louis, poor St. Louis, they were playing in the, in, in the, in, 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 they were in the AFC South, or they're, in the, or they're, if they're in, even in the NFC East. They'll probably win nine to ten games, but since they're in the toughest division of football, they don't have Matt. Uh, uh, um, what's what's the quarterback's name who always gets injuries like a China doll? Uh, uh, um, Sam Bradford. They don't have Sam uh, Bradford. Yeah. I don't know, and they they won't even though they have a fantastic first seven on defense. They won't compete for so much in, in, in the NFC West. So, quickly, Dwayne Nash is on you. Very quickly. Um, I completely agree. Seattle, I actually have them going 12-4. and four. And because of that reason that you just said, the, suspens- the suspensions and injuries that are hurting three out of their major front seven at San Francisco's defense is the reason why yeah. I have them only winning 10 games this year. I actually have Arizona – uh, reverting back to their old ways this year. I don't see them being that good this year. I actually see them going 6-10, and 10, uh, as mm. well as the uh, St. Louis Rams. I think with them playing a, a tougher schedule this year, it's going to hurt their play. And also with them losing pocket as well. And, and I'm still a little leery on uh, – I'm just a huge uh, proponent. I know that the game is not going that direction anymore, but I still believe that a running back is still important. I don't know if Andre Ellington is enough in Arizona to, uh, pardon the pun, carry this offense into at least being uh, an extremely competitive team. Right. Exactly. I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't think Arizona goes to your point. It's not, it's not going to stick over anyone this year. So, so that's so. I kind of lean towards towards towards, towards your pronunciation of the Arizona Cardinals. So, Lupe, quickly. Yeah, I got the the Seahawks, you know, the class of the division. I think right now the 49ers had too many issues on defense, which is what got them um, success in the last two years. Too many issues on defense, one of which does not come back until week number 10, I believe. 
So mm-hmm. they're going to suffer. And the thing is, we haven't seen in, in the preseason their offense click. So if it doesn't start clicking week one, week two, week three, they're in trouble. Well, I mean, okay, they do have another preseason game when they come to da- when they play the Cowboys. So at least they get a <laughs> chance to work at it. Okay. So but I'm going to go ahead and get them second place in the division because there's a simple fact that I agree that the Cardinals aren't going to sneak up on anybody. The Rams haven't addressed their quarterback issue. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. huge for them. They got a good defense, but no mm-hmm. offense because they don't have a quarterback. So um, right. they're gonna they're gonna end up last in that division until they can fix that. And guess what? Week one is this week, starting tomorrow mm-hmm. night. So there you go. make it short and sweet. After looking at all of this, I don't have as much promise with this division as I thought before. They might have they have one division champion and pot and a possible going to the playoffs. Mm. I hear you on that. So quickly, y'all, who y'all have as a Super Bowl combatants and when at all? Lupe? Um, Super Bowl combatants, um, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and acquiesce to what I believe is going to happen. It's going to be a rematch. Yeah. I believe it's going to be a rematch. Yep. Yep. Seahawks I'm and Bonnie will take it back. Yeah, I, and, and I feel on that. I, I come out and just spoil alert. I agree you, with you a thousand percent. Nash, what do you have, brother? I'm going in a different direction because of the fact that it doesn't happen. I'm not picking either team to make it back to the Super Bowl. One of the, even though I still believe that they both can make it. Let's not be crazy yeah. here. It's because happened before, both, Dwayne. I mean, the Cowboys in the in the um, the um, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, but that was many, many moons ago. You know how much I weighed back then? That was a whole other me. That guy doesn't even exist anymore. Plus the facial hair has changed and all that stuff, the color and all that. But yeah. it's not, it's not to say that. Now, so there you go. <laughs> it's, once again, it's not to say things aren't good enough to make it because they, they most definitely can. Mm-hmm. I have to go only because I am a, a creature of habit especially when it comes to sports, that there will be two different teams that represent both conferences this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. One of the things that, that we did talk about earlier that is a concern of mine, of course, is the defensive play and whether or not or how they're going to allow these cornerbacks to play, which is why I believe that the Green Bay Packers will represent the mm-hmm. NFC this year. Wow. Wow. Matter of fact, I actually wow. have them going into Seattle and beating Seattle. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. You man, that's another podcast in and of itself, but 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 Wow. But uh, but uh, but but uh, uh let me guess for the AFC, do you have one Tom Brady representing in the Super Bowl? Eh, yes, that doesn't change. Uh, it, it's always the case. That's that's the one constant that that I can once again trends. It's it's I, 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 until something changes, uh, until somehow Tom Brady trips on something else and, and busts up his ACL, I don't see yep. it being any different than because than, it's either one of those guys, if not both, in the AFC Championship game. I see them both making it, and I actually see New England uh, beating out Denver, wow. which surprises me in my head as well. I don't I don't know why I picked that. Hey Scott, that's all right. Can you mark but, that? Yeah, I, want to, I want to be able to go back at the end of the season and see if this is true because the thing is I can't <laughs> – the thing is, Dwayne, what you're saying is not off base. 
I mean, I can sit here and nod my head. I mean, I don't have, I'm not biting my tongue this time like I was against with the Redskins coming in, you know, competing with the Eagles for first place. I can actually see right. it. So if you're right, I want it to be played back that you were correct because I can see this. I mean, my second choice was Drew Brees, you know, coming out of the mm-hmm. That was my second choice, too, because the, the only ahead. reason I mean, why I, I, I had them stumbling, I actually had them beating San Francisco in the first in the in the um in the wild card round, uh, the only reason uh, I have San Fran making the wild card because of the fact that they do get those pieces back around week nine, week ten, and this mm-hmm. their schedule becomes extremely weak. That's for the Forty ers from like week right. eleven hey, on for them. Right, right, right. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I got like sixty seconds. Um, exactly That's fine. Seconds. Um, so basically, to agree with Chris, I have Denver, Seattle, with Seattle winning it all. I was this close to picking New Orleans, but um, I kind of put that at the last minute. But it wouldn't surprise me if New Orleans does not thing this year, but we'll see. But anyway, brothers, thank you very much, man. This has been fun. Going to be doing this shit all year during football season. Take it easy, man. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Good night, fellas. Good night. All right, cool. That's of my life. Good night. <laughs> all right. So there you have it. The uh, actual preview, second to none preview of the 2014 NFL season. This is going to be fun to tell this season, y'all. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. There it is. Anyway, this is Scott Burks with the Clown Out. 06. Nice.